In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Psalm 49, verses 5 through 12, where I'll ask the question, why should I fear in times of trouble? Psalm 49, verses 5 through 12 says, Why should I fear in times of trouble, when the iniquity of those who cheat me surrounds me, those who trust in their wealth and boast of the abundance of their riches? Truly no man can ransom another or give to God the price of his life, for the ransom of their life is costly and can never suffice, that he should live on forever and never see the pit. For he sees that even the wise dies, the fool and the stupid alike must perish and leave their wealth to others. Their graves are their homes forever, their dwelling places to all generations. Though they call lands by their own names, man in his pomp will not remain. He is like the beasts that perish. The sons of Korah write this psalm, and it's a simple one. It's one that asks this easy question, why should I fear in times of trouble? And there's a couple of different assumptions that are going on here, one of which is that there are definitely going to be times of trouble. You should anticipate that. You should expect it. Another assumption is that when you're experiencing times of trouble, your temptation is to fear, to fear that which is unknown, to fear that the trouble is going to get increasingly worse. This is the kind of thing that happens when you're in times of trouble. But in this psalm, it repeats the idea that we've seen repeated all throughout the text of Scripture, that... It isn't man that we ought to fear. In fact, we ought to fear no created thing. But if we're going to fear anything, we should only fear the almighty creator of the universe who is neither created nor is able to be defeated by creation. With this in mind, here are three thoughts from Psalm 49, verses 5 through 12, answering the question, why should I fear in times of trouble? Thought number one, wealth fails. You shouldn't fear in times of trouble because your enemies are so wealthy and you might not be. You shouldn't be afraid of those who are cheating, those who are devising schemes against you, who happen to have more resources than you. That shouldn't cause you to fear. And here's the reason why. That wealth ultimately will disappear. It's ultimately going to go to somebody else. The person who is holding it in the moment isn't the one who made it in terms of creation, and it isn't the one who's going to keep it in any long-term perspective. So the fact that wealth fails ought to give us at least some sense of peace, even when the wealthy are attacking us, because our temptation is to fear those who are more wealthy, more significant in power, or just superior to us in some way. The temptation is to fear them, but, if we are truly the people of God, we needn't fear those who are stronger than us. Thought number two, man fails. And this goes right along with the idea of wealth. If the wealth of the person who is attacking you fails, so too will the man ultimately fail that is attacking you. So if it is a created being that is coming against you, we need to recognize that the created being ultimately answers to a higher, uncreated authority, that of our Heavenly Father. So the man who comes against you, the man who is attacking you, the man who is trying to bring you low, is ultimately going to the grave. And there is nothing that can stop that. So should you fear the man in times of trouble? No, you shouldn't fear the man in times of trouble because 
That man is going to come to the same end as all men. And this fact should give us at least some semblance of peace. Thought number three, God remains. So if the wealth of our enemies fails and the life of our enemy fails, is everything going to fail around us? No. The Lord remains. The Lord remains even when all these created things ultimately are failing and passing away. We shouldn't fear in times of trouble because the things that cause us trouble, the things that are causing us difficulty, as we are faithfully leading a godly life, they're fleeting. The things that are coming against us will ultimately be brought low because the God who created all things remains. He is over and above all creation. And as we dedicate ourselves to serving him, we can have confidence that regardless of the situation we find ourselves in, regardless of the times of trouble that we experience, we needn't fear. We needn't fear any created thing. We need only fear the Lord, who has the power to destroy both the body and the soul. This is one of these fundamental ideas within the Christian faith, that we trust that God is the creator of all things, and that he has ultimate control and authority over his creation. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Psalms 48 through 50. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group, Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.